back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Arda, with Lemon Recording Live from the Gen A studio. Oh, actually, no. We are not in the Gen A studios. We are in the Natmobile. Um, yeah, kind of like, it's kind of becoming a, uh, a second home or an alternative studio. Um, so, you know, feel getting settling into it a little bit. Um, it's, it's tough recording on the road and that's kind of a pun because I always record on the road, but like if I'm not in the Gen A studio, then it's not, if I'm in Gen A, I'm on the road, but it's not recording on the road, but I could be stationary, but not in Gen A and that would be considered recording on the road. So getting very meta right now. Wow. Oh, alrighty, we are out in the middle of freaking nowhere. Um, I'm looking out, there's just, what, desert, mountains, hundreds of miles away? away? Tumbleweeds. Tumbleweeds. Uh, it is like a classic movie scene where you just, car ripping through the desert, basically. There's billboards, though. Oh, there are billboards. You, billboards are on a unavoidable in California no matter where you go so that's good uh gas 21 miles ahead all right that's a good billboard we are on our way to the eastern Sierras doing a little backpacking trip up in it's called Saddlebag Campground or Saddlebag Lake so it's this big lake uh up in the mountains. It's at about 10,000 feet of elevation, so it's pretty high up. Probably gonna get sick tonight. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, should be should be enjoyable. The water's cold, so it's kind of weird because we're low right now. Like we're, I don't know, we're probably at 1,000 feet of elevation and it's 102 degrees. And when we get up there, it's gonna be like 70. So, looking forward to, to that. Anywho, do we love COVID variants? So, this is something that's been pissing me the hell off. Everybody keeps shitting their pants. Oh, oh, there's a variant. I saw in the news. There's the Indian variant and the California variant and the Italian variant. Listen. There's no variants. There's COVID and there's not COVID. There's no variants. It's all the friggin' same. Everybody's got their shots. It's over. So, all this variant shit, it is fear, fear fishing, fear baiting 101. If you are afraid of a variant, you are a sheep and you are just listening to the mainstream media who will who would be open to murdering one of your family members for you just to click on one of their articles or watch their station for 30 seconds uh, these people have no morals um, they stand for nothing and they're a dying industry and they will do anything possible to get you to watch or listen so, 
And quick disclosure, there might be a variant in the future. There's not one right now. So as of right now, if you ask me if I'm afraid of the variant, I'm afraid of having a conversation with you because you're an idiot. So we need to take a stand. We're not reading about COVID variants. We're moving past it. We'll proceed with life. Kind of normal. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little caution. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not living in fear because some guy in India has a cough. Come on. Let's be better. So, do I, do we love the COVID variant? No. We are out on the COVID variant. The only way I will rally behind the COVID variant is if it continues to push work from home policies. Besides that, don't care, not worried about it, probably going to get it after this rant. So if I get it, I get it. But I can't because it doesn't exist and it's just, it's clickbait. That's all it is. It's clickbait. So rest easy because there's nothing to worry about. Every little thing's going to be all right. I wrote that. JK. This message has been approved by the CDC. Oh, by the way, Natterhorn wanted to announce she's here, I guess. Hello. Hot take. <laughs> I feel like I need a horn to announce myself. Uh, I might have a Natterhorn for you. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I don't know if Next this time. is... Next time. No, I, I, like, literally have an outer horn. I don't know if it's going to be able to be heard. I think it'll be heard. Uh, no, I can't. I can't play the natter horn while I record the podcast. But it would sound like the hip-hop air horn, like... So maybe when you check in, like, I'll, I'll just do your horn for you. So welcome to the show, natter horn. Thank you. Alright. I like that. We're we're building here. It's good good stepping stone. Alright. Next up. So me and the Natterhorn decided to commit ourselves to each other for eternity. Um I don't know, just seemed like the right thing to do. She just hit me. Matter. So casual. Yeah. It was casual. Just a casual lifetime commitment. Um, everybody told us. What was the number one advice everybody told us? Don't go to bed angry. Like it, like overwhelming, right? Yeah, that was the piece of advice we got most. Like the bet, the best advice was from Shores, who said, "Let let the doctor take a nap every day." So he doesn't get, so he doesn't get cranky. Uh, that was the best advice. But literally, every there was only like none of the advice repeated, and then like fifteen people said, "Don't go to bed angry." Lindsay said that it's okay to go to bed angry. That was a good one. Right, that was good too. <laughs> so, so after we had read this. I woke up one night at 2 a.m. and I thought I was dying. Like it was, 
It was about 300 degrees in a room, maybe 305 degrees. Stale air. No movement of the air. And I'm just pouring sweat. And I look around. Windows closed. Fan is off. And I just flipped out. It's like, what? Like, what are you doing? And the Natterhorn was like, well, I was cold. And then she, like, rolled back to sleep. And I opened up the windows and turned on the fan. And cooled off both physically and mentally. But I thought to myself, does this count as going to bed angry? Because I wasn't angry when I went to bed. But then I woke up in the middle of the night angry. And then fell back asleep angry. So... Did I break the advice? I don't remember very well because I was mostly asleep. You slept through it. Yeah. Wow. You said I yelled though, but I don't really remember yelling. Yeah, I don't know if you yelled in English though. I don't know what you were saying. <laughs> it was indiscernible. So, I'm going to chalk it up as it's okay to get angry in the middle of the night. As long as you fall... Like, I think the cutoff time is you have to go through one REM cycle... Like, if you get angry before that first cycle of REM, then I think it counts as going to bed angry. But I was at least, like, two REM cycles in, so I think it's okay. Okay. So, we love getting angry in the middle of the night, is what we decided. Alright. Next on the agenda. So, I was doing some research on national parks. I believe there's 63 in the United States... And I use that term loosely. There is a national park in Guam. Do we love a national park being in Guam? Do you do you have anything to say on this matter? Um, yes, because it's an excuse to visit Guam. I mean, I don't think we would otherwise visit a Guam visit Guam if we weren't able to get a magnet. National Park. Wow. I didn't think of that. Well, my initial reaction, and now I'm kind of, now I'm going back and forth in my head, but before listening to that convincing statement, um, I hated it. I was disgusted by it. I was insulted by it. Um, just not about it. Like, how is it a national park if it's not in the nation? Is it in the nation? Is Guam in the nation? I don't know. It's like a protectorate, or I forget what status. Well, it's like a territory. Yeah. But... I think saving uh, nature anywhere is a good thing. Well, I mean, I'm not opposed to preserving nature, but... I mean, they could have, you know, qualified it as, like, the Guam Park. Like, there's a lot of parks that aren't national parks. I feel like they're getting a little loose with it. Like, we need... We need standards. At, At some point, it gets a little watered down. And... If... If you want to go to all of them, 
such as myself and you, I think. Yeah. There's there's been interest mentioned. And a lot of great Americans want to do the same, I'm sure. I mean, if you plead red, white, and blue, why wouldn't you? Um, going to Guam is kind of a burden. Like, all I'm thinking about is... Like, Betty and George, who are sitting at home, they're 85 years old, and they've hit up 62 out of 63. They probably hit, like, 54 out of 54 before they started adding them on. And then they were like, oh, wait, now we have to go to Guam to complete our, like, our our little magnet collection? I'm 85 years old. I don't want to go to Guam. I'd rather go to Rexburg. That's kind of like... Rexburg is a great place. Alright, I think this is my stance. I think this is fair. If I can't drive an RV to it in, like, without leaving... Starting in North America, if I cannot get to the park in an RV, it is not a national park. Um... Well, now I'm going back on it. Now I don't know. Because you have the Channel Islands, which is off the coast of California. I can't get to that on an RV. And then you have, I think you have like two or three in Hawaii. Can't get to that on an RV. All right. If... All right, how about I either need to be able to get to it in an RV... Or it has to be a state within the United States. How about that? What about if it's in Rexburg? Rexburg is accessible by RVs. I think you should. I don't know what the hell you'd be doing in Rexburg, but. (laughs) I think you need to do another segment on Rexburg in a future day. Well, you know, that's something to take into consideration. So, so yeah, I'm, I do like your point that you would have to, like, it makes you go to Guam. But now I don't, like, I don't know if I want to go to Guam. But now I have to go. For the magnet collection. Yeah, for the magnet, like, I don't want to have 62 magnets on the fridge and, like, Billy National Parks walks in and is like, where's your Guam? I'm like, wow, this is, this is embarrassing. Um, it's about really all we have for today. Um, if anybody has a write-in, feel free to send it in. Uh, I, actually, I, where do you stand on the word underpants? No, it was just like a pondering I've had. Oh. It's a a fun word to say. Yeah, I think of Captain Underpants. I think that was a book. Oh, yeah, you sound really big into Captain Underpants. You don't even know if it was a book. I believe it was a book. A children's book. It was. Yeah. A guy I know should break used to read those all the time. (laughs) Um... 
Yeah, I don't know. It's just a... It's a little bit of a baffling word because it's like... It's kind of formal, but it's kind of silly. Like, if you... Like, if I had, like, a pair of boxer briefs lying on the bed, you wouldn't be like, hey, can you pick up your underpants? Like, I'd be like, what, are you British? Like, what, are you a British butler that works at Darlington Hall in the 1920s? Like, what What would you call it? Uh, what would you ask me to pick up? Underwear. I would go even to say undies. Would you call it boxers or you would call it underwear? See, that's the other thing. Like, underwear, that's not formal. That's kind of normal. Underpants, that's like... I mean, under, like, tuxedo pants. Like, that's that's the kind of formal shit we're talking about. Like, it's very bourgeois. Very posh. How do you think they say it down under? You think they wear their underpants over their pants? <laughs> Everything's just the opposite, I'm below the equator? In Australia, they probably call it underpants, too. <laughs> oh. I thought you were meaning, like, because they're on the other side of the equator, like, they might call it overpants. Oh. <laughs> they might. Maybe. I'm in on the word. Like, I kind of want to bring it back. I think underwear movie, is kind of similar, but not quite as funny. No, underwear has like a very casual but like serious connotation. Okay. Like, like underwear would be used if like you were angry that my undies had been left out, but like underpants would be used if you're like if I was wearing a pair of underpants and you're like nice underpants. You wouldn't be like nice underwear But like if you were mad you'd be like Pick up your underwear You wouldn't be like pick up your underpants You know Yeah different Intonation Yeah like Like underpants is like when you Like call somebody By their first and middle name Like when you poop your pants Do you use underpants do you poop your underpants or do you poop your underwear? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. <laughs> I think it would just be I have poop in my undies. <laughs> okay. I'm confused on what the optimal term is here. The point is we need to be getting back. We need to bring underpants back. Okay. Like it's, it's a vastly underused word and I'm ready for it to come back. Okay. We love underpants. I think a good way to bring it back is to wear your underpants over your pants. You should start by doing that this weekend. No, no, you should. Because I'm the champion of underpants? Yeah. I'm the face of the franchise? Yeah. Wow. Alright. I'm your date. (laughs) Alright, that's all the uh, riveting jargon we have for today if uh, you have any write-ins send a text (laughs) see if we have a little 
Let's see if we have reception here. Ooh, all right. Got a little, little sensual casual. Oh, happy 4th of July, too. America, fuck yeah. Would you like 